Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again today. We're excited about the broadcast. We're talking about living in the fullness of the blessing. What a great revelation. And I trust over the next few moments as you're watching that you're going to learn some things that's going to cause your life to be better than you ever dreamed. Praise God. Listen, before we start our lesson today, I always like to share some of the testimonies that we receive from our viewing audience. And here's an exciting one. It says, I was married for seven years. This is from Amelia and actually from South Africa. And it says, I was married for seven years and had no baby. I was miserable. And to make it worse, there were people who were even making fun of me because I was believing for a baby and didn't have one. And then I began to listen to you talking about the prayer petition. I wrote my prayer down and just believed in God. Now my son Joshua is 10 months old, and by the grace of God, he and our family are enjoying the blessings of the Lord. Thank you for your ministry, and may it continue to grow. Hallelujah. We rejoice with you, Amelia. Praise God. God is faithful. Amen. And then here's one it says, after listening to the programs uh, entitled Expect the Unexpected, my faith was ignited and I began to do just that. I said out loud, okay, God, I'm ready and waiting for my surprise. My daughter is seven months pregnant and in need of a lot of things. I wasn't physically or financially able to help her. And uh, then a breakthrough came and some people blessed her with a shower and I got to help and be part of the blessing. And it was a joy to see God come through and answer my prayer. And he did completely surprise me. Thank you, Jerry Savelle, for teaching me how to expect the unexpected. Amen. And then here's one from Jerry from Florida. It says, for the past few months, we've been asking your ministry to stand in agreement with us for our son. He was living in a house with his friends doing drugs and serving the devil. Well, we're pleased to let you know that our son is back home and is completely delivered from drugs and serving God and getting ready to go to Bible school. Isn't that great? Praise God. Amen. I think I got time for one more. This is from um, uh, Raphael from Wyoming. We would like for you to rejoice with us on the sale of a piece of property we have been believing to sell. We are now supernaturally debt-free. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. We rejoice with all of these wonderful testimonies and rejoice with all of you folks that shared them with us. And we want to encourage others. If you have a testimony, this ministry has blessed you. The teachings have blessed you. Write and let us know about it. Watch this announcement and then I'll be right back and we'll get in our lesson on living in the fullness of the blessing. Living in the fullness of the blessing is about living a life without limitations. The blessing of God is an empowerment that comes on your life when you get born again. But sadly, many Christians are not living in the fullness of the blessing that God intended. In this powerful book and three CD combo, Jerry Savelle reveals the truth about what it really means to be blessed, why the blessing is so important, if your actions are blocking the blessing, what you must do to walk in the blessing, how to drive out debt and lack, and much more. 
more. When the blessing of God is on your life, you are not limited to the natural anymore. You have something working for you that other people don't have. Don't wait. Request the Living in the Fullness of the Blessing book and three CD combo today. Call or visit www.jerrysavelle.org. God wants each and every one of his children to live in the fullness of the blessing that he has pronounced on their lives. It is up to you if you are going to live in the fullness of the blessing. Welcome back, and thank you once again for joining us today. I want to read from Romans chapter 15, verse 29, once again, and I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. I want you to write that phrase down and keep it in front of you, the fullness of the blessing. The word fullness, once again, means complete or having reached the greatest level or the highest degree. It also means without measure or going beyond any previous limits. Now, just think about that. Paul is telling us that it is possible for God's people to live under the blessing of God without measure, without any limitations. Now, I realize that you may not know anybody that's living that way. It may seem totally unrealistic for you to think that you could live that way. But listen, my attitude is if God didn't intend for this to happen. He shouldn't have put it in my copy of the Bible. <laughs> Amen. Is that the way you look at it? Yes, I mean, once I find it, I'm going for it. Hallelujah. Amen. And I have a bulldog tenacity. I don't give up until I win. Hallelujah. And notice here, he says that it's possible that you and I can live in the fullness of the blessing, the blessing without measure. Now, once again, we discovered on the previous broadcast that God's intention from the very beginning was that man live blessed. Let's read Genesis 1, 27 and 28 once again. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them and God blessed them. Notice immediately after creating Adam and Eve, he pronounced his blessing upon them. In other words, he's saying, this is how I want you to live in the earth, blessed. Now, the word blessed means empowered to prosper, empowered to succeed, empowered to excel, empowered to multiply and to increase. It also means empowered to rise above what keeps others down and holds others back. That's what it was referring to in Deuteronomy chapter 28 when the blessings of Abraham are listed in those first 13 verses, one of them says, you'll be the head and not the tail Amen. above and not beneath. See, that's what the blessing can do for you. It can cause you to excel. It can cause you to rise above. And so that's the way God intended for man to live from the very beginning. Now, we know that Adam and Eve uh, failed. They committed high treason against God through their disobedience. And as a result of it, uh, they lost the blessing. But God started all over with a man named Noah. And in Genesis 9, 1, it says, and God blessed Noah. So once again, God is showing us that even though Ab and Eve blew it, so to speak, God's plan never changed. And then later in Genesis chapter 12, when he introduces himself to a man by the name of Abram, the first thing he says to this man, uh, I will bless thee. Not only that, I'll bless you and I'll bless your seed after you. That's right. Now that's an important statement. 
I'll bless you and your seed after you. Now we know the blessing was on Isaac, Abraham's seed. We know the blessing was on Jacob, Abraham's seed. We know it was on Joseph. We're all talk, we're talking about the seed of Abraham. But then you get over into the New Testament and Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14 tell us this, that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. The Gentiles were the non-Jews. That's you and me. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse so that, everybody say, so that. So that. Or in order that, the blessing of Abraham might come on us. So now we're the seed of Abraham. In fact, in Genesis, God says, I will bless you and your seed in their generation. Look at somebody say, I'm the seed of Abraham in my generation. Amen. So that means that you have every right to live under the same blessing that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob lived under. Now, it would be of great advantage to you if you'd go back and study Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's life. Just those three in particular. I mean, you can study others like Joseph. Man, you talk about living under the blessing, living under the favor of God. But go back and look at the life of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in particular and see how the blessing worked in their life. And then when you get through, say, that can work for me because I'm the seed of Abraham. Amen. In fact, let's go to Genesis chapter 12 for a moment. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 2. God speaking to Abram, and obviously later he changed his name to Abraham. And it says, I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Another translation says, I'll cause your name to become distinguished. And what was it that was going to cause his name to become distinguished? The blessing of God. It was going to cause him to stand out in the crowd. People would know there's something different about this man. And the thing that made him different was the blessing of God. And God wants the same thing to happen to you and me, that you literally stand out in the crowd, that at some point in your life, somebody comes up and asks you, how are you doing this? Where are you getting all this? And you'll be able to say, it's the God I serve. It's his blessing and his favor on my life. Hallelujah. See, that causes you to become distinguished. Amen. And it says, uh, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Now notice Genesis chapter 12 and verse two, I will bless thee. Yeah. What comes after Genesis 12? Genesis 13. <laughs> I got that revelation all by myself. <laughs> Amen. Notice immediately after Genesis 12 comes Genesis chapter 13. Now Genesis 12, two, I will bless thee. Genesis 13, two, and Abraham was rich. Rich in cattle, rich in silver, rich in gold. Notice one chapter later, and this man is already rich in every area of his life. One chapter later, look at your neighbor and say, how many chapters will it take you? (laughs) Amen. Notice the blessings already working. The blessing is working in this man's life. And notice when the blessing is working, it has a way of affecting your finances. It has a way of affecting your, your, uh, your assets, your uh, net worth, you know, uh, as, as just an example, he was rich in cattle in silver and in gold. 
And God later tells him that I will bless everything you set your hand to do. Amen. That's part of the blessing of Abraham. And then by the time you get to Genesis chapter 24, look what it says in verse one, Genesis chapter 24. And it says, and Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Another translation says in every way. God had blessed Abraham in every way. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Now, Amen. you say, well, what's that got to do with me? It has everything to do with you because you today are the seed of Abraham. Amen. And that same blessing is on your life. That's right. yes, Folks, sir. quit praying, God bless me. Amen. Quit praying, God bless me. That's just a traditional prayer. It's just a religious prayer. But God's already blessed you. Yes. Amen. In fact, even in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, it, it says that Christ hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Yes. Hath. That's past tense. Amen. Yes. The, the, right. the Psalms, Psalm 3, verse 8 says, uh, the blessing is on his people. God's blessing is on his people. Are you one of his people? Yes. Yes, sir. And then the last part of that verse, the little word selah. And you know what that means? Stop and think about this. Come on. Pause and meditate on this. Yes, In other words, God is endeavoring to get a revelation across to us That's right. that my blessing is already on you. Yes. The blessing's not out here somewhere and you're trying to get it. It's not up in heaven and you're trying to get God to bring it down on you. On. The blessing came on you the moment you made Jesus the Lord of your life. Amen. Why? Because Christ hath redeemed us from the curse so that the blessing might come on. Everybody say, come on. Come on. Come on. That means it's on me. I have a coat on me today. In a few moments when I get through taping uh, these broadcasts, I'm going to take this coat off. I'm going to get real casual. Go home and relax. I'll take this coat off and hang it up. But there's something on me that never comes off me, and it's the blessing of God. And I wear it around every day of my life. I get up every morning with something on me that most of the world doesn't have a clue about. In fact, I get up in the morning, and after I dress and I look in the mirror, I do a Fonz. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I know there's something on me that is there for my life. Yeah. It's yeah. the blessing of God. Yeah. Somebody just thought, who is Fonz? Don't you remember Happy Days? The Fonz. If you haven't watched the Fonz on Happy Days, look it up on YouTube. Fonz is so cool when he goes in to look in the, in the mirror, he starts to comb his hair and it's already perfect and just goes, yeah. You know, well, there's something on me and it's perfect and it's the blessing of God. And it's on you. You walked in this studio today with something on you that the rest of the world, by and large, knows nothing about. You know what that means? You get up every morning with an advantage. You have something they don't know anything about. Now, the sad thing is most Christians don't know anything about it. Amen. His blessing, Psalm 3, verse 8 says, is on his people. Now, Selah, that. Stop and think about it. You see, if you stop and think about it and you meditate upon it, you'll never ask him to do it again because it'll become a revelation to you. It's already on me. Amen. It is already on me. Now, I learned this about living 
under the commanded blessing of God and, and walking in his blessing and, and endeavoring to get to the level where you're living in the fullness of it. I learned this. One of the keys to walking in a greater dimension of the blessing is to place a very high value on it. Place a very high value on the blessing. In other words, do you truly understand how limited your life would be without the blessing? Do you truly understand how helpless and hopeless you would be in most circumstances without the blessing of God on your life? When you learn to value it, then you start walking in a greater level of it. When your attitude becomes, I can't function without it, then it has great value to you. Amen. Amen. When Jacob deceived Isaac, his father Isaac, into bestowing the blessing upon him, though it rightly belonged to his brother Esau, Esau cried out in Genesis chapter 27, and this story begins in about verse 31 down through verse 38. It was uh, Isaac, Abraham's seed, was an old man now who was about to die. And now it's time for him to pronounce the blessing on the firstborn, which was Esau. Okay? But when Jacob realized that his father was about to die, he wanted that blessing on him, even though the firstborn had the birthright to it. Okay? That's the way it was set up. And so the blessing really belonged to Esau, but Esau didn't value it like Jacob did. Now I can prove that to you from Genesis chapter 25. In Genesis chapter 25, there was a time when uh, Esau came from the field and the Bible says in verse 29 that he was faint or he was hungry. And Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint or I'm hungry. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Now notice the birthright was the blessing. The blessing. But his attitude was, well, I'm probably about to die. I'm so faint. What, what good would the birthright or the blessing do to me? So in other words, he didn't place a high value on it. And he was willing to sell it for a bowl of beans. <laughs> Amen. Look at verse 34. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Or in other words, he did not place a high value on it. So when it came to, you know, push came to shove, he would rather have a bowl of beans, so to speak, than wait for the birthright, the blessing. So when it came time for Isaac to pronounce the blessing upon Esau, Jacob knew that Esau didn't value it. And so he deceived his father into bestowing it upon him. And you can read the story. I won't take the time to go into all of that. That's found in Genesis 27, just a couple of chapters later. And so 
uh, Jacob deceived his father Isaac into bestowing the blessing upon him. Now, when Esau returns and finds out that the blessing has already been pronounced on his brother, and you see, the blessing couldn't be taken back. It's irretrievable. And so when he realized that that blessing had been pronounced upon his brother, here's what he says in verse 34 of Genesis 27. And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, bless me, even me, O my father. It was, it was too late. When he began to value the blessing, it was too late. It already been pronounced on someone else. Amen. I've learned over the years that when you value the blessing, when you place a high value on it, it takes you to a higher level in the manifesting or the manifestation of it. When you appreciate it, I appreciate the blessing of God because I realize I'd be the first to tell you, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the blessing of God on my life. I wouldn't have what I have today if it wasn't for the blessing of God on my life. Now Esau later did, much later, began to enjoy the blessing of the Lord and it began to work in his life simply because he was the seed of Abraham. Okay. But it's a, it's a very valuable story here, a very important story that when you don't value the blessing, then obviously you're not going to walk in the fullness of it. You need to get up every day. Here's one of the ways that you can show God you value the blessing. Thank him for it every day. Get up every day saying, Lord, I just want you to know, I appreciate what Jesus went through at Calvary so that the blessing of God would come on my life. And Lord, as I look around me, I wouldn't have this sofa. I wouldn't have this dining table. I wouldn't have the car I drive. I wouldn't have the ministry I have today if it wasn't for the blessing of God. See, I don't know how it is in your house, but every stick of furniture in my house has a testimony attached to it. My vehicles have a testimony attached to them. The motorcycle I ride has a testimony attached to it. This ministry has a testimony, testimonies attached to it. So all I have to do is get up and just open my eyes and look and I can see the evidence of the blessing of God. And when you refuse to go one day without giving God thanks for it. See, a lot of people spend too much time focusing on what's not happening instead of thanking God for what has happened. You remember the old the old phrase, you heard it when you were a kid, count your blessings, name them one by one, what God has done. Amen. That's a good principle to live by. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Some days just get up and walk around. And if there's something that you can see that you know, you wouldn't have that without the blessing God. Just point at it and say, God, I remember the day you brought that to me. I remember the day you caused that car to come into my life. I remember the day that you put these clothes in, 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 uh, on my back. Hallelujah. When you're thankful for everything the blessing of God has done, there's no limit to how much further you will walk in that blessing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody thankful for the blessing today? Amen. That's one of the key points for entering into the fullness of it place a high value on the blessing and give God thanks for it 
every day of your life. Amen? Amen. I think we ought to do that right now. Just lift your hands. Don't wait on anybody else. And just thank God for the blessing of the Lord. And those of you that are watching, you do the same thing. Stand up in your living room right now, in your bedroom, wherever you might be, and just give God thanks for the blessing of the Lord. Father, I want to personally thank you once again for your blessing on my life. I would be nothing without it. I would have nothing without it. You're such an awesome God, and I'll serve you all the days of my life, and I thank you, Father, and I'll thank you every day of my life for the blessing and for the favor that you have bestowed upon me and my family and on our ministry. In Jesus' wonderful name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Listen, folks, we can walk in the fullness of the blessing. Just determine right now that you are not going to settle for anything less. Don't let the devil rob you of what God says is yours. Watch this announcement, and I'll be back in just a few moments. Living in the fullness of the blessing is about living a life without limitations. The blessing of God is an empowerment that comes on your life when you get born again. But sadly, many Christians are not living in the fullness of the blessing that God intended. In this powerful book and three CD combo, Jerry Savelle reveals the truth about what it really means to be blessed, why the blessing is so important, if your actions are blocking the blessing, what you must do to walk in the blessing, how to drive out debt and lack, and much more. When the blessing of God is on your life, you are not limited to the natural anymore. You have something working for you that other people don't have. Don't wait. Request the Living in the Fullness of the Blessing book and three CD combo today. Call or visit www.jerrysavelle.org. God wants each and every one of His children to live in the fullness of the blessing that He has pronounced on their lives. It is up to you if you are going to live in the fullness of the blessing. I'm so pleased to be able to offer this to you this week, Living in the Blessing, my little book. I'm telling you, you can read this in just a matter of a few moments. But such powerful insights and powerful revelation from this little book entitled Living in the Fullness of the Blessing. And then right along with it, three CDs by the same title. Listen, folks, I've already done your homework for you. I mean, I have spent years studying this. And of course, I was able to teach it in a service where there were hundreds, possibly even thousands of people, and they're pulling it out of me, and we certainly had more time to expound upon this than we do on a television broadcast. The anointing of God is on it, and I'm telling you, it is life-changing. So I want to encourage you to place your order right now. Do it while it's fresh on your mind. The little book, Living in the Fullness of the Blessing, and three CDs to go right along with it. You know, you could set your family down in your living room or at the dining table and put this on and just listen to them. You can take this little book to work with you, read it during your lunch hour. And uh, I'm telling you, by the time you get back from lunch, people are going to wonder what in the world have you been doing? Because you're going to be so excited. It's going to make you work harder and faster. Work circles around everybody else when you find out that you have a right to live in the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So order that today and we'll send it to you just as quickly as we possibly can. All the ordering information is on your screen right now. And once again, we want you to know how much we appreciate all of our partners and friends that watch this broadcast faithfully. And partners, thank you for the seed that you sow into our ministry. You know, no gift is too small. No partnership 
is insignificant. In fact, I've got a testimony here. I'll probably read it on next week's broadcast where someone sent our ministry $1 every month. That's all they had, $1 every month. And the blessing of the Lord has come on them and overtaken them. I'll share that testimony with you next week. But no partnership seed or no seed in your partnership is too small or too insignificant. We are grateful for everything you do. Thank you. And we believe in Jesus' name that 2015, you're going to enter into the blessing of the Lord like never before. I'll see you again next week. And remember, until then, your faith will overcome the world. 